It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm a husband, a father of three, including a newborn baby girl, a Green Lantern fan, and a Funko Pop collector. And I'm Mo, shorter, louder, smarter, and all around better than absolutely no one. I'm a wife, mom, elementary librarian, and seeker of truth, except when it comes to reality TV. Today on the show, we're talking to Tyranny Albright, LTN's community manager, on the importance of digital community. Are we? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not what we're She's doing. She's on that's all not what we're our doing. morning shows this week okay. talking about different things. I was just trying to keep you in line. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, also on the show, our Discord will debate a topic about airline etiquette. But first, today is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Uh, it's National Watermelon Day. Watermelon Day. I don't even know how that song goes, other than that line. Yeah, but that's all I, don't know I, I don't even know what it's about. I'm sure it's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. But it's catchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, I love watermelon. I hate watermelon. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. I eat it with salt. I throw it in the trash. It's fantastic. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard somebody be so... Uh, virulent about their disgust for watermelon. So here's the real How thing. I do not like watermelon? I don't. I actually enjoy the flavor of watermelon, but here's. No, just listen. Uh, listen. 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 Listen, Linda. Um, I don't like working for my food. <laughs> it's the oh. same reason. Nope. Let me explain. It's the same reason I don't like ribs. Okay. It's too much work. Okay, well, I get that. To eat with watermelon. You get a bite and you gotta spit three seeds in one bite. I hate it. It's why the heck are you buying seeded watermelons? I don't even think they. I don't even think they sell seeded watermelons. Seedless still have the seeds in there. They're the little white seeds, but they're still crunchy and still taste like seeds. And that's not the texture that I want when I'm eating a watermelon. No, it's just yes. No, they do have the little white seeds. You don't notice them though. I have eaten my wife. That's been my wife's pregnancy craving for the last okay. four months. Cool. We have eaten nonstop watermelon. I have never once bitten into a seed. I have every time. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But it is Topher's favorite like flavor. He loves watermelon. Yeah, it's pretty everything. good. Everything. Brother Mod in our chat said ribs are too much work to both eat and cook. And yeah, I'd agree with that. I just I don't like I don't eat like chicken drumsticks either you don't like food on a bone. i don't like food on a bone because one it is a lot of work to eat but two it just it feels too close to like a savage caveman eating yeah <laughs> eating the like cannibalism the raw thing well, i mean it feels that way like i don't have a problem eating agree. meat but like just eating it on the bone just really really drives it home that this thing used to be alive yeah <laughs> That's fair. I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about that. That's fair. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to get to oh, our... Oh, no, no, no. It's I know, also... I know. Hold oh, on, okay. hold on. We're going to get to our, our Discord uh, argument in just a second, but we do have one more holiday. Oh, okay. One more holiday that I'm not really excited about. <laughs> so I'm going to read it and I'm going to let you explain it. Go for it. All right. Uh, it's national and it's written in all caps. Grab some nuts day. <laughs> I'm just going to clip those three words. <laughs> Said with such excitement. No, uh, the way it's spelled in the holiday is also all caps like that. Uh, I looked it up to and make sure it wasn't a, inappropriate. I think it's purposefully made to seem inappropriate, yeah. but it's really just like, you know, the appreciate appreciate peanuts. Yeah. Well, and it's all nuts, right? Well, all nuts, yeah. yeah. Not really peanuts, actually. Because peanuts don't really count as nuts. They're a legume. They're a legume. <laughs> um, but actual nuts. Yeah, pecans and walnuts and uh, pistachios. Pistachios are considered a nut, huh? I believe so. Pecans. I said pecan, even though it's a pea. <laughs> um, Sucker. Almonds. Almonds. Yeah, because sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. Uh, Brother Mod, it is nuts with an S, not a Z. If it was a Z, I think that'd be too far. If it was nuts with a Z, that's too far. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a cartoon movie, a child's movie, that's something nuts and it's spelled with a Z? I'm pretty I don't sure. Know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm sure there is something that exists like that. Pretty sure. So once a week, we like to open up our Discord at BackRowDiscord.com for uh, some of our Back Row Buds to argue some of the internet's favorite arguments. And today, we're inviting our Back Row Buds on to discuss a certain piece of airline etiquette that is thought by some to be an unwritten rule and thought by others to be overboard. Let's uh, jump in. We got a couple in the chat today. Uh, two, not a couple. A couple people. Yay, Mo's oh, here. Oh my goodness, you're too loud. <laughs> Hi, Mo. Turn you Good, Hi, Mo. Good morning, Turn friends. How are you? I'm doing Tired. well. Uh, Lark, you said that you had your weird morning voice, but you sound beautiful, so. Oh, yeah, I drank some water. Oh, so that was enough. smart. That was smart. <laughs> yeah, I've just been vibing. Just Mostly vibing. awake. Mostly awake. Okay, well, you know. How are you, Oriel? I'm doing well. Yeah. Been up for a while, so it's uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah, that's that parent life versus non-parent life. Oh this is yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Larkin, Larkin just sleep for days. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I have, I have all, I have classes starting in like a month, and then I have to like be awake at a reasonable hour. I mean, two days to, a week. Have to. Is two a, days is a week. A... <laughs> <laughs> well, I have two morning classes and one is a evening class. Term. Huh. Like it's and college. All of my you work is evenings. In afternoons, so I have to be up early two days a week. I That's skipped fair. every class. Them is a gym class. I skipped every class in college that I already knew everything about. This uh, is grad school. My classes are three hours long. Oh, that's awful. That's I had one class that was like that, but like I had yeah, biology and I like basic bi basic biology in college. I like never went because I had it all memorized and I could prove it because we also had a biology lab which I did go to, where we had to prove that we knew all these things and I had an A plus in that class. I had an yeah, F. Yeah, my <laughs> grad school actually took attendance and did penalize you if you didn't go to class. So I couldn't get away with that. Yeah, I didn't know that that would happen, <laughs> and so I got an F in biology. <laughs> I'm like, well, can I just Test me. I'll prove I know all of this stuff. Hmm. I hated the, the teacher. That, that's why. That almost happened anyway, to me with a computer class. Have, we have a topic <laughs> of, that we're uh, supposed to talk about. 
it was a 7.45 a.m. class. And, hey, and well, it was a painful. basic computer class. Yeah, it's awful. Hey, Lark. Just for everybody who's listening, mm-hmm. for reference, hold on. This is what Tuesday nights in Among Us are like. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's trying to get us. something in to say, and there's Lark. Yeah, hey Lark, this is this is our show. We'll we'll direct it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll say yeah. when we move yeah. on to the next part. You guys are even more asleep than I am. It's two hours earlier for you than me. It's not even eight a.m. yet for you. Why are you awake? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, fact. That's 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 the curse of the morning show, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. So the question. Somebody's got to do it. The question on the table. Uh, should the person in the middle seat of a row on, on a plane be entitled to both armrests? Why or why not? That's the question. So, Lark, we'll let you go first. Um, yes, because dang it, they are squished between people. You have to. You can't really see out the window. You can't lean against anything. You can't stick your leg out in the aisle. You can't go to the bathroom without climbing over someone. You can't grab anything without reaching over someone, pretty much. Just give, at least give them the armrests. Give them something. Okay. Brian, what do you think? Uh, it's a tough one. But, yeah, I kind of agree that they should at least have the armrests and because of those reasons that Lark said. And that's exactly why when I have an upcoming flight, I chose the aisle seat for all of my <laughs> flights. So I know I, I, have, that oil. I mm-hmm. have one armrest and yeah, I can get out and easy. Ample leg room. I, I had window seat for, <laughs> yes. for short flights and aisle seat for long flights when I went overseas over a year ago when we were still allowed to do that. <laughs> and when life it was, was fun. Um, so here's my thought. And see, I used to be staunch on that. Like, yeah, middle seat, you're squished. You get both armrests. Like, that's that's an entitlement. That's an unwritten rule. And then I experienced the window seat as a big person. Not just, oh, like, no. not, not, not necessarily fat, just tall. Tall and broad. The plane curves inward right there, right in that seat. And so oh, when you're yeah. tall and broad, you can't even really use the only armrest that's supposedly yours because you're already leaning to the uh, far side because you're being pushed aside by the plane. And so now you're squished in between the wall of the plane and the person next to you who's claiming both armrests and you can't do anything but feel like you're in a tin can. So then really proper airplane etiquette would be everybody leans to the right <laughs> or, or, or to the, the center yeah. everyone the leans right. toward the center right of the everyone yeah. leans toward the center there you go there you go yeah uh-huh yeah I, but, i'm sorry matt but as someone who is shorter than you and also a human twig i've never had that problem yeah <laughs> it's it's been a while since i've flown and now that i'm thinking about it you're right matt yeah because society, society is trending larger and larger guys, every year see you guys are actually and tall, are um, smaller and smaller every year I'm the person who I my knees barely touch the seat in front of me, even in tight seats. Yeah, that's, but, that's why I bought the uh, Comfort Plus seats, so I have more leg room. Yeah, I, I never need that. That I bought, I paid more money for my flight for that. I can just vibe in the seat that I get, and it's great. So, Brother Mod in uh, in our Twitch chat is is agreeing that you know everyone should get one arm armrest. The nearest to the center armrest is the one that goes to you. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it I will does say, make sense. yeah, the second that you asked the question, I was like, 
no, middle seat doesn't get any armrest. Suck it up and deal, bro. <laughs> but then hearing Lark's points, which were brilliant, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. But I have even felt, and I'm all of, I used to say I was 5'3", but I think that we've figured out that I'm I'm not quite 5'3". Um, so you're shorter than me. Cool. Yeah. Um, but even I, and I tend to get that feeling of claustrophobia. So sitting mm-hmm. in that window seat with people all around me, and you're exactly right, Matt, the plane curves inward. Yeah. It is very tight and constricting and claustrophobic. Yeah. So if we all just lean toward the center, it would just make for a more pleasant ride for all of us. And it's even more impossible to use the restroom when you're the person in the, the window seat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of falling asleep once when I was the aisle seat person and the middle seat person. So oh. the window seat person had to go to the bathroom. That was oh. a fun day. Yeah. Yeah, because you feel, oh, you feel so guilty at that point. You're like, I can't yeah. wake them up. I'm just going to have to sit here and be miserable. I was sitting with too. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. I had to face them for the next three weeks. Oh, man, that's uh, funny. In another so uh here's what i do though i only fly southwest because southwest apparently matt's an airline snob look no for real so i've been hearing southwest phone calls for the last three days so i have opinions about southwest right now well look southwest is the only only airline that has been profit more profitable every single year of their entire existence aside from 2020 where every airline took a hit because of their pretty much fantastic across the board customer service 90% of the time. And one of those things is if you're kind of a big overweight dude like me, they're like, yeah, we'll give you another seat. No problem. And so they give you like this free little ticket thing that you get to put on the seat next to you. And now you have, you know, a full space. And so I get to sit on the window and still have that middle armrest. Nobody's squished right next to me. And Somebody else gets the benefit of getting to sit in the uh, the aisle seat, also not squished next to anybody else. So it's like two people get a joy. That's true. Uh, on the right, it's can it, I just, it's so no. pleasant. Can we just agree to fly with each other, and I just sit in the same row as you, please? Yeah, I mean it was great. Yeah. Uh, we Matt gets the aisle bogus the window. Every time, every time we've gone somewhere. Um, it's usually like the CR Summit, the Celebrate Recovery Summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main flying I've done in my adult life. Every time we've gone somewhere, there's always been someone who's like, yeah, I'm going to be pairing up with Matt this trip. We'll have these premium seats, <laughs> premium seats with no squishing or rubbing elbows. It's that, been nice. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that argument, uh, as it was. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you for the early um, morning discussion that actually convinced me to leave bed before 10 a.m. There you go. Now your brain is working and you're ready to go. It's not working. And... Oh, well. Young person. Sorry, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a, yeah, Brother Maud said, such agreeable guest today. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been nice. Uh-huh. The guests are too tired to uh, argue. Just, just don't join us on Tuesday. Then you really get to hear us argue on Discord. <laughs> Oh yes, no, Tuesdays are fun. Remember this that week is, when I um, accidentally traumatized an eight-year-old? <laughs> accidentally? You went, you went full she more. She was hardcore. Oh. Yeah, I was fighting Toffee, I... and I was not attempting to traumatize Mateo. I do feel bad for that. Yeah. You were just trying to attack Toffee as far as possible. It was Toffee! It was Toffee! Toffee killed me! I saw Toffee kill! It was Toffee! 
<laughs> I was not yelling, but it yes, might have sounded. Totally I mean, were you, you were pretty. You were. You were. You were talking very loud. <laughs> I <am naturally. laughs> You were. You were overexcited. I felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> we were all uncomfortable. <laughs> so I had to tell Matt this morning, realizing that he couldn't see the chat from the Among Us chat that we were all in, and so I told him that we're all like. Yelling at Rye Guy, go hug him, go give him a hug. Tell him it's okay. <laughs> Wait, was he even able to hug him? Because that no, kid they were is in quarantine. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that's that. Yeah, they were in different I didn't know rooms. That's all later. Quarantine. Some kid in a summer camp got COVID. That oh. stinks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we love y'all. We're gonna we're gonna end this call right here. Have yeah. a good morning. Thank you for watching. Keep Bye, watching. Hello. Adios, amigos. Oh, oh, cut her off. Cut her off. <laughs> I told her we were leaving. <laughs> Dang it. She knew it. <laughs> All right, let's take a break right here when we come back. PSL is in the house. Whoop, whoop. Stick around. Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week's definition is DPS. DPS stands for Damage Per Second. Most commonly used in, but not limited to, MMORPGs, DPS refers to the amount of damage that your character can inflict on an enemy or an opponent during an encounter. The amount of damage that you can inflict is determined by your character's weapons, skills, items, and buffs. Your DPS can also be increased if your enemy or opponent has a weakness to your weapon type, race, faction, or even how you attack them. For instance, most rogues have an ability similar to backstab that gives them an advantage by increasing the DPS of their first attack while they are unseen. Oftentimes, a player can carry certain gear and use certain spells for a very specific encounter. Now, this is in order to maximize the DPS, making them more effective and efficient than if they had chosen randomly. So the next time someone is talking about how high their DPS is, you can test their flex because, well, you understand that reference. Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And we've changed some things up for this new season, including what and when we record live on Twitch. Each week, uh, we record our shows the Friday or Saturday before with our friends on Twitch. Follow us on twitch.tv slash air to be notified when we go live and join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for after-show discussion and even opportunities to be on the show yourself like Oriel and Lark were uh, in our last segment today. Uh-huh. Plus, our normal Tuesday taste test will now only be available on our video platforms catch it live on twitch or later in the week at youtube on youtube at youtube.ltnonair.com or on our tiktok at the back row ltn that reminds me i have not uh 
put the TikTok version up from our last video. Uh-huh, yeah, that. I know. <laughs> Before we go any further, it's time for Mo's Fact of the Day. Fact of the Day. Uh, the watermelon can be classed as both a fruit and a vegetable. It is a fruit because it grows from a seed, has a sweet, refreshing flavor, and is loosely considered a type of melon. It is a vegetable because it is a member of the same family as the cucumber, pumpkin, and squash. It is also harvested and cleared from fields like other vine growing veggies. I guess that makes sense. Yep. It's like t- the tomato is always the one that gets the most. Is it a fruit or is it a vegetable? But the watermelon. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me so much today? <laughs> You're making funny noises. Apparently, You're I'm a hilarious. The <laughs> fruit or a vegetable, dude? <laughs> Whatever. I love it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now it's time to come clean and admit that we are major junk food nerds, and every week we like to showcase and talk about junk food that has recently been announced or even spotted in stores or on menus. That's right. So we're going to kick off today with our first pumpkin spice sighting of the season. It's barely August, and here we are. <laughs> Nestle Toll House Pumpkin Spice Latte Flavored Morsels and More, hmm. which is a, a mix of white morsels, mini coffee biscuits, and pumpkin spice flavored chunks. Chunks of what? Who knows? These morsels can be, you know, snacked upon as themselves, or they can be baked into, you know, cookies and junk. Sounds interesting. Yeah, could be good. Uh, trolley, tro- trolley. Dang it, I never say it right. Trolley. So we had the sour, uh, crunchy gummy worms. Remember we tried? Yes. Oh gosh, more than a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, well, now they're coming out with sour bursting crawler gummy worms. Okay. Uh, with uh, the added touch of realism as they burst into goo in your mouth, just like buying into a real worm. Mmm, mm, delicious. There are four flavors in the pack. Strawberry with a grape goo, cherry with pineapple goo, blue raspberry with strawberry goo, and mango with fruit punch goo. So basically, these are just gushers. C- gusher worms, yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sour, though. Well, gushers, I, I guess, gushers were sour. Are, yeah. yeah, but the, the sour was typically in the goo, though, uh-huh. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I feel like it was. Well, that was because you don't you don't like the blue raspberry ones. Ugh, uh, blech. Yeah. Blech. Mm-hmm. Blech. Uncrustables, uh, which has already ventured out away from the peanut butter sandwiches, with uh, some like deli type sandwiches, yeah, ham and cheese. Yeah, they're they're moving into the pepperoni world. They're making uncured pepperoni bites, little pockets, little pepperoni pockets. Okay. And uncured pepperoni roll-ups hitting the shelves now. The bites are available nationwide. The roll-ups currently only available at Kroger and Target, but they will be available nationwide in October. Cool. I mean, yeah, that's the way you want to go. It's a good lunch option (laughs) for my kids. I had myself one of those, uh, just the the original grape jelly and peanut butter Uncrustables the other day at the hospital, actually. I had one because they had them in the little... Their little cantina area. Man, still good. Still good. I love them just as much as I did in high school when they came out. The peanut butter and honey are my favorite. I have not tried. I have not ventured beyond the peanut butter and grape just because I know I like them and I it's a, it's a rarity that I ever have one anyway. Yeah. But the peanut butter and honey does intrigue me, as does mm-hmm. like the Nutella-esque one, the hazelnut spread one. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, Wendy's is making your spicy nugs experience even spicier with our new ghost pepper ranch sauce. Um, We're not doing it. But in order to make room, Wendy's is quietly dropping their creamy sriracha sauce, Aww. which uh, has actually got quite a cult following. And hey. bless you, people are getting upset about it. So you better get there quick and grab a few of those before they're gone for good. Chili cheese ruffles are back. I have yet to try the I chili cheese say, ruffles, yeah, I... but I wanted to the first time around because it's essentially a chili cheese potato, and that sounds great. Okay. I feel like it, yeah. I mean, I like the chili cheese Fritos a lot. I feel like it'd be the same flavor, but on a potato chip. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I Instead of for a that. corn chip. Uh, Oriel saying that uh, he got the Moa Burger Pringles, which I've had. They're still in stores, which Are I'm they? surprised. Yeah. I've had uh, three more <laughs> cans of them since we tried them. They're so good. They are very I good. I still have no idea what any of the flavors are, but it's such a good, weird fantasy burger flavor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can uh, agree. And uh, Lark is asking if we've tried the the Olympic Oreos, which... Uh, she's not asking about the Olympic is Oreos. Is that not the one? No. Oh, Lark she, wants she, us to do the weird... Oreo. She wants us to do like a, a taste test with the weirdly flavored Oreos, just the different flavored. Oh. Oh no, no, I lied. She's she's talking about the Olympic <laughs> Oreos. Yes, I am. She says. <laughs> uh, I have tried them. My yes, bad. actually, uh, we we got some uh, last week at the store because. I knew that they were on their way out, and I saw, like, one package left at Walmart. So we got them. I'm like, yeah, my kids will have fun with these. And my kids and my wife are eating them, and they didn't know about the Pop Rocks that are in it. Um, I'm mad at you right now. Why? Because that was supposed to be a taste test. Lark oh. requested that. Oh, my bad. She had them at a family event. Oh, my bad. And then said, we need to do a taste test with them. My bad. Is that your taste test for today? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I forgot about it until just now. But. Well, I'm sorry. But they probably aren't going to be around next time we have an opportunity anyway. Uh, you cut a bottle and saved them. Well, I didn't inside. think about it. Okay, Gosh. I'm sorry. Ugh. I do want to try the salted caramel ones, the, the Oreos with the salt on them. It sounded like you said the Oreos with the salt on them. <laughs> A salted Oreo. A salted Oreo. Uh, but anyway, my wife my wife and children did not know about the Pop Rock stuff. And so, like, I'm sitting there just watching their faces. And my wife's just, her uh, like, it was almost when, like, the blood drains out of your face for a second, you know? Like, she just had this weird, something's wrong. Like, terrified. <laughs> something's bubbling happening? in my throat. Yeah. What is happening? But then she's like, wait a minute, is this Pop Rocks? So it was great. That's Kids awesome. didn't know what was going on. Uh, anyway, they're weird, uh, and I don't like them, and none of my family like them either. The Pop Rocks is a fun novelty, but it doesn't make really for a fun cookie experience okay. uh, to just enjoy cookies. So Okay. Thanks for that, Lurk. All right, here we go. We <laughs> Next up, Sam's Club exclusive Cinnamon Toast Crunch Popcorn. Yes, please. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is another one of those things, like Funfetti, that's just getting into everything lately. Like this, yeah. it's jumping into everything lately. But listen, you better not ever come to a Tuesday saying Cinnamon Toast Crunch has to stop. Nah, I wouldn't do that. 
Cinnamon Toast Crunch is good. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's good. Cheez-It Snapped coming out with smoked bacon and cheddar flavor and a Parmesan ranch flavor. Have you had any of the Cheez-It Snapped? No, I don't. Well, okay. Yes, I have (laughs) a long time ago when they first come out, but I don't like the... Oh, you don't like the chipped cracker stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a chip or are you a cracker? Let's make up our mind. You can't be both. I believe that was like the first ad campaign for when that first version of that came out. It's like, are you a chip or a cracker? You're both. No. (laughs) Uh, Dunkaroos relaunched last year with their original rainbow sprinkles frosting, you know, the little cookies Mm. that you dip, you know. Mm. And now they have brought back their vanilla cookies with chocolate frosting. Mm. And currently reviews are saying even better, even better than the original. Thank you very much, Dunkaroos. <laughs> After Skittles took a ride on the new Shepherd, Mars Wrigley announced a new Skittles pack, Zero G Skittles. Flavors include pineapple passion fruit, raspberry, and berry punch. The Skittles are not available yet, but more details on the release will be made available later this summer on Skittles' social media channels. Okie dokie. Trolley. There you go. Trolley, sour, very crunchy good. worms. Uh, so we just talked about these. We tried these uh, a little over a year ago. They're coming out with a new version, the Berry Lemonade version, which comes with Blackberry Lemonade, Raspberry Fruit Punch, and Blueberry Lemonade flavors. So this is very disappointing to me. Why? Because those flavors sound amazing. <laughs> but those candies oh, are the worst. is awful. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Casa Mamitas is coming out with stuffed nachos, which they essentially... In my mind, they look like they're the same kind of corn tortilla, frozen corn tortillas, like a taquito, you know, those beef taquitos. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, you know, shaped into in nacho form with nacho cheese in one or beef and cheese option as well. Brilliant. Sound really good. It's a, it's a clean nacho. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Yeah. Well, we say that. But Until we try it. They'll be popped open by the time you get them out of the oven. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just like Totina's pizza rolls. That's true. That is true. <laughs> uh, nothing like eating the husk of a pizza roll because all the filling popped out and is still burned to the tray. Yep. <laughs> Cheetos, uh, cheese, Cheetos cheese flavored Lay's, Doritos Cool Ranch flavored Lay's, and Funyuns... Wavy Lay's, Funyuns flavored Wavy Lay's, are starting to hit the shelves. We talked about these before. They're just basically they're taking all their best flavors from the other versions of their chips and putting them on potato chips for an experiment. I still don't know how I feel. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to try them. I definitely want to try the Funyun Wavy Lay's. Like of all three of them, that's the one I really want to find. Okay, but we're gonna have to try all three. Let's of do them. it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Nerds candy corn's coming out soon, uh, which is less candy corn and more just candy corn sized and shaped nerds. So no, if you're not a fan you. of candy corn, but you are a fan of nerds. This is a good one to get. I love nerds. It's my favorite candy. These but... are big nerds. That's all they are. Mm-hmm. Big triangle shaped nerds. I, but it has the flavor of candy corn. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's just a nerd that is shaped like candy corn. Okay. Well, then never yeah. mind. Give it a shot. Never mind. All different I like flavors. Big nerds. <laughs> I like big nerds, and I cannot lie. Uh, Doritos Twisted Lime Chips are back, and Tangy Ranch Doritos have also been rumored to be spotted around this country right now. 
No, thank you. I don't understand. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Mm-mm. know what it's supposed to be. Kit Kats Halloween assortment this year will include normal milk chocolate Kit Kats, white creme Kit Kats, and pumpkin pie Kit Kats. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Russell Stover, the uh, company that makes all the sugar-free candies, uh, has come out with a peanut M&M clone. Sugar-free chocolate candy-coated peanuts. Hey. That's what they have to call them. I actually really <laughs> like the Russell Stover's sugar-free chocolate. Yeah, they're not, they're not bad. Yeah. There's some that are actually quite dang good. They're turtle, they're little turtle delights yes. or whatever. Yes. Flipping amazing. But here's the thing. They're going to need to do peanut butter <laughs> because peanut M&Ms are garbage. No. Peanut butter M&Ms is where it's at. Peanut butter M&Ms are a... Once a year novelty. What? For me. Yeah. No. If I'm going to get a peanut butter mini candy, it's going to be Reese's Pieces. I have two family sized sharing bags of peanut M&Ms currently that were birthday gifts for me. So there ain't no sharing with my family because they're my gifts. And I'm going to eat every single last peanut butter M&M in those bags. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it wouldn't be a taste, or not taste this, wouldn't be a junk food Tuesday if we didn't talk about Taco Bell what? has brought back their nacho fries. I mean, it's their biggest thing. It's their biggest uh, seasonal item. They always make giant ad campaigns for them. This year, it's like a, they made a whole anime short based around them. Uh, But instead of also bringing back what became my favorite item during its last run, which was the loaded nacho fries, which were amazing, they've opted to bring loaded taco fries and even a loaded taco fries burrito to the menu. So it's a pile of fries with seasoned beef, crispy red tortilla strips, lettuce, nacho cheese sauce, spicy ranch, tomatoes, and cheese on top, or wrapped in a tortilla. Have you ever had lettuce? On nachos? Mm-hmm. It seems weird. It does seem slightly weird, but... Also lettuce in a burrito, a hot burrito. Hot burrito. Hot burrito. Um, yeah, that seems a little more odd to me than on nachos. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Two things. Uh, Taco Bell's lettuce is the worst lettuce on the it's planet. It's bad. Yeah, so it's bad So they could have done without that. Oh, sure. Um, but secondly, the first year that nacho fries were a thing, they were amazing. Loved them. Every year since, and it's only been, what, three years? Every year since. I think, yeah. They're terrible. Nah. They're all, yes. Nah. Argue with me all day long. Uh, they're disgusting. Nah. Yeah, they don't cook them all the way. So they're like soggy, mushy, nasty strips of disgustingness. With delicious nacho cheese. That's the only thing. Cook the fries a little (laughs) longer, Taco Bell. Let them get crispy. It's okay if they're just a tiny bit burnt. Well, look. Okay, well, look. A lot of the people that work at Taco Bell right now spent most of 2020 not having to fry any potatoes whatsoever. And so maybe they're just out of practice. Listen. Because remember, they got rid of they got rid of their Fiesta potatoes. They got rid of everything. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I was about to say, listen, fast food joints didn't take a hit in 2020. <laughs> That's why DoorDash is such a big thing, potatoes okay? Did, sure. Uh, Taco Bell took a big hit. 
they lost a lot of their fan favorite menu items. I'm still mourning the Mexican pizza, guys. You know why? You Ugh. know why they took a big hit? Why? Because they suck. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I don't know. I still might go there today. <laughs> uh, also, Taco Bell has come out with new flatbread tacos. Uh, just kind of a soft taco made it made in a flatbread. They got a loaded chicken variety, a beefy potato variety, and loaded black bean, which is their big vegetarian option. Black bean. You, you really, if you want to eat vegetarian at Taco Bell, you really have to like black beans. It's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to eat keto at Taco Bell, you have to really like the nacho cheese. Essentially, yeah. Nacho mm-hmm. cheese, the taco sauce, and the beef, or the chicken. That's about all mm-hmm. you got. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, and sour cream. You got sour cream. I don't, yeah, I don't like sour cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Unless it's sour cream and onion chips, which I love. Which doesn't make any sense, because it's essentially the same flavor. <clears throat> but whatever. But it's because it's not a I'm huge weird. dollop of white stuff on your glob. food. Glob. Yeah, uh-huh. it's because it's, it's a glob. It's called a dollop. I don't want a glob. A dollop of, of daisy. Globa gloop. That's what it's it should a be. Dollop. <laughs> a dollop. A gloop. All right. Dollop Let's take Daisy. another break. When we come back, we welcome back LTN's community manager, Tyranny Albright, to discuss why online community is so important. I just read your line again. Sorry. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Jeshua Horka, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the tabletop role-playing game Lancer by Massive Press. If you're a big fan of shows and games like Gundam, Zone of the Enders, Armored Core, or Titanfall, Lancer is definitely for you. Giant robots? Check. Customizable bits and bobs to kit your mech with? Check. Cultured lore that will leave you salivating for more? Check. Giant mass space battles with you and your mech piloting buddies at the helm? Check. In my 15 years of tabletop RPG experience, Lancer easily ranks on my top three. Unlike other mech-based tabletops such as Battle Century Z, Mechton, or Battletech that can sometimes be a little crunchy or rules-heavy, Lancer encourages a strong narrative approach in its system for role-playing characters. But don't let that fool you. Lancer has a large swath of mech frames, weapons, gadgets, and upgrades to keep you spreadsheeting for weeks. The core of the system is based around a single 20-sided die. And in non-combat situations, your goal is to roll a 10 or above. If you do, you succeed. However, there are also modifiers called accuracy or difficulty, and these can either give you a bonus or penalty, respectively, to your d20 roll. For each accuracy bonus you have, you add a d6, or six-sided die, to your roll, and take the highest number out of all your accuracy dice to add to your d20 roll. For each difficulty penalty you accrue, you roll a d6 and subtract the biggest one. Luckily, accuracy and difficulty cancel each other out on a one-to-one basis. So, if you have two accuracy and two difficulty, you roll your normal d20 this round with no modifiers. Usually, your target number when rolling is 10 or above. In combat with other mechs or vehicles, your target number can vary depending on your enemy statistics. And that's the basics. If you've been craving high-flying explosive mech combat, Lancer is the game for you. I give Lancer a strong 9 out of 10. I'm Jeshua, and this has been Reviews of the Nerds. 
right, well, we welcome back Tyranny Albright, the Love Thy Nerd Community Manager. How are you, Tyranny? I'm good, I'm good. All right. Well, the first question for this part of the interview is how did you get involved with Love Thy Nerd? Ooh, I've been around since day one. Um, I was at PAX West and I found the Game Church booth. Like I was walking by and I was like, hey, what's this? Cool. And so I like it joined their community. And I don't know, within like six months, uh, they had started to split off to form Love Thy Nerd. And I, I just kind of felt like a push to, hey, hey, follow them, you know, see what mm. this is that they're starting and see what's going on. And um, they started the Facebook group. And I, before I, I had been writing a little bit for Game Church's website. And so I was like, Hey, if you guys are doing that stuff, like, you know, I w I w I'd like to do some more writing. And then they were like, okay, well, we're starting a Facebook group. Um, we need moderators. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I've got experience running Facebook groups for, like, thousands of people and stuff. And this was before they even had their name. Mm. So I was, like, one of the first people in the Facebook group. And I've been, mod I've been modding since, and I've always been on top of everything you know i always make sure that that the everything's handled the group is clean and friendly and welcoming and you know spoilers are taken down and, and all that fun stuff and uh it was last ltn con 2020 it was online because of covid and a lot of it was through discord well because of that we had a lot of new people coming into discord that weren't familiar with it yeah. and i spent the whole weekend I even while playing that. games <laughs> or uh, watching keynote speakers or, or whatever else i spent the entire weekend helping people learn discord i was at a wedding because patrick <laughs> is actually an ordained minister he was doing the wedding wow. um for a friend and so we went to this little tiny wedding and i was standing there with my baby on one hip my phone in the other hand like helping people figure out discord <laughs> And so, like, after that, Bubba messaged me and he's like, hey, how would you like to, like, take over as community manager? And I was like, absolutely. Like, anything to be, like, as part of the team. Like, I'm so passionate about what, what Love Thiner does that it was, like, an honor that he reached out to me like that. And I, it was, without a, a question, just absolutely yes, throw me in there. Okay. So you've been in a, like, a supportive role since the beginning. But, like, yeah. they made you, like, staff. Yeah. Last year, last year after LTNCon? Yeah, it started at the beginning of December. That's cool. That's awesome. I didn't know. For some reason, I thought you had been there uh, in that role already long before I joined as well. Well, uh, basically. I mean, that basically well you have, but just not without the title is what you're saying. It's basically yeah. what Bubba said. He's like, you're going to be doing a lot of what, you, what you're already doing. It's just, you know, you're going to have a little bit more access to stuff. And That's I cool. actually have a trophy a 2020 trophy um, next to my Xbox that is uh, the best mod ever, Aww. and it's got my name on it that I got from <laughs> LTN. Uh, so the big question uh, I'd like to talk about with you uh, during this part of the interview is about community. Like, why is intentional community such an important thing to Love Thy Nerd? Without community, like, there is no Love Thy Nerd. You know, they can go out and do what they do at cons and help people out and talk to people about Jesus and what, you know, what we're trying to do. But without a community to spread, help spread that word or to help support uh, the the organization, there is no Love Thy Nerd. You know, the members are Love Thy Nerd way more than the staff are. And intentional community is really important to me, especially because so many gaming and online communities out there are so toxic you know, 
there's members that I have invited to our, our Facebook group because I found them in other video game groups where, you know, maybe they posted, hey, is anybody here a Christian? Or And, and they get attacked for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course not. Like, that's that's awful. Why would you want to be a Christian? Whatever. And so I'll, you know, I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, we've got this community over here where you're more than welcome to come hang out. And, and nobody's going to attack you or berate you for being a Christian or not being a Christian. Um, and, and so I see this in other discords and Facebook groups where people are just so unnecessarily ugly to each other and in love thy nerd by being purposefully kind to each other. It, it really makes a difference in somebody's life. You never know when somebody needs a little bit of kindness, even if it's from a stranger online. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, so as, as the community manager, and this is something uh, I'll, I'll say, we had a we had an LTN meeting, uh, fellowship meeting, which is the donors and the staff, uh, just this past week. And you had a chance to speak, and you, you brought up some of the some of the tougher parts going on with the community manager stuff. What's what's the worst stuff you've had to deal with in your position as a community manager for something like this? Um, I mean, it kind of goes with what I just said about other groups is people being intentionally um, hateful or rude or, you know, attacking somebody because of, you know, their lifestyle or their religion or shoot, even attacking somebody because you don't like the video game that they like. It's just it's not cool. And it gets really um, difficult to uh, address sometimes because I very much don't like to be disliked or have somebody upset with me so it, sometimes it can be tricky to find a way to word a conversation with you know either side the maybe somebody who's upset or somebody who's being the, the um, antagonizer uh in a way to, to show that i'm you know in the middle or, or maybe supportive of the person who's upset and not tick people off that that's something like like i wouldn't maybe not the worst thing but it's something the hardest thing is trying to word things in a way that isn't going to upset either party right because i don't want to lose coming at know, someone uh, like we, we we don't hate you we don't want you to leave you just need to chill out basically <laughs> and of course the worst thing is when those members don't chill out and right. double down and they get the boot yeah <laughs> but it, it also it's hard for me when somebody is like seriously upset about about something, you know, because I want to make sure that that's right. I don't want anybody to feel unwelcome or unwanted in our community for any reason whatsoever. Right. Yeah. See, with um, I, I, you know, with with Back Row, we ran the Back Row Baptist Church Facebook group and we ran that for mm -hmm. several years. And it was essentially just like a meme sharing Christian group. But what we did differently from all the other groups that we had seen, other other groups and pages on Facebook, was we instituted rules that you can't be a turd. You can't uh, purposefully say stuff to insult people just for the sake of doing it. Uh, and we instituted a no arguments rule. Like, it's okay to, to have a discussion, but as soon as it starts turning into debating and putting each other's opinions down... We're going to put the kibosh on it. We're going to close comments, all that kind of stuff. And we got a lot of pushback from that uh, because we're like, oh, well, you, you're you not letting us, you know, 
You're not letting us have this spiritual discord back and forth. You're not letting us grow the kingdom, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is not, this is not what you think it is. Nobody ever changes their mind from a Facebook argument, especially over religion or doctrine or anything of that nature. Um, but that group was relatively small for a long time. You know, it was under, under 4,000 for a long time. And as long as we kept it under that, we were able to quell it. And then it just started snowballing with new members just like oh, we were we were hitting at some points we were hitting like 100 new members a day and it very quickly within about six months went from 4,000 members to coming up on 9,000 members and at that point mm -hmm. no matter how many mods we added we could not keep up with the garbage stuff happening yeah and i saw a lot of that yeah <laughs> and it got to the point where mo and i were just burned out we're like we can't keep doing this and uh then i made a mistake <laughs> as we were leaving <laughs> i said hey we're closing i'm leaving if you want to hang out with us in the future come to the love thy nerd community without clarifying that it's not what this group was like it's not a christian exactly. meme group didn't clarify that didn't realize that i you know overlooked that until i got a message from bubba saying hey dude what's going on because we're getting like a butt ton of new members who don't understand what our group is and they say they got sent over here by you and i'm like oh dip um <laughs> and we you and i had just kind of kind of started interacting at that point like we weren't we weren't among us close like we are now uh and yeah i felt real bad so i want to know on a scale of one to ten how much did you hate me during that moment um about a nine and a half <laughs> how did it, it was... go i really want to know how it went from like your side how, how did that <laughs> how did that screw up everything for a little while oh, it, it was an interesting couple weeks like when i saw your post about like hey you know like i'm hanging out over here i was like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> and it was just you know cheesy christian meme after cheesy christian meme and i was like guys this is not the place for that because then we had you know we do have a lot of community members who are not religious um right. and, and you know that's that's awesome because like part of the what we're there for, particularly in the Facebook group, is to show people Christians are cool people to hang out with. Christian nerds are really cool people to hang out with. We just want to play games and, you know, chill and have some pizza or something. <laughs> um, and so all of a sudden there's all these super religious posts and memes and there was people like, whoa, I can't do this. I'm out. <laughs> and, and it was a weird, weird transition. Yeah, really sorry about that. Really sorry. <laughs> Oh, I've forgiven you. <laughs> so what is the best thing about being a community manager for LTN? Making friends and watching people make friends. Like, I get so excited when I see somebody on Facebook or in the Discord, especially the Discord. It happens more often there. Um, you know, like, hey, I'm going to get on this game. Who wants to play? And, you know, people like that they've never interacted with before start jumping in like, yeah, I want to play. And then they become friends and you can watch them talk back and forth and play games all the time and it's so cool to watch that happen, especially over the last year when nobody could hang out with anybody. Right. And I, especially over the last year, you know, I got really close with a lot of people and we play a lot of games and besides Among Us. And it's just so cool to see these people from different parts of the country or even the world uh, with different backgrounds and faiths and whatever else, you know, just hanging out. 
that is like the coolest thing. <laughs> and the Discord's awesome for that because it's an easier way to chat back and forth. And you can also utilize like the chat, chat rooms and stuff for games. And it's so cool. And that's one thing I love about the arcade every month is people who have never talked to each other um, are suddenly hanging out and chatting and playing Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, whatever else. And it's just, it's so cool. Yeah. Discord is weird. Uh, like, you know, I joined it that same weekend that you were having to teach everybody else. I'm sure you <laughs> taught me a couple things too that, that weekend. Um, it's like a mixture of old school chat rooms and AOL instant messenger mixed with like Facebook groups. It's like right. some weird mesh of all that. I really like it though. Uh, I know people, oh, yeah. there's a lot of people, even in the Love Thy Nerd Facebook group, who are just, nope, not going to try it. Nope, I don't need another thing. Nope. And I'm like, oh, but you would love it if you just give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like, I've been on Discord for a long time because it was originally created for gamers. Right, yeah. And I originally joined it because I played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, which I actually just got back on. Um, <laughs> and so when LTN was like, hey, we're opening a Discord server, I was like, awesome, I'm on there anyway. So I've been on this since day one, too. <laughs> All right. So outside of your position, what is your favorite thing that LTN does? Sharing Jesus with, with nerds. And I know that, you know, like that's what it's about, but... I do understand what it's like to have somebody, you know, like within a church or, or a similar setting, tell you you're not a good Christian because you like that thing. Mm. You know, like I was like 11 years old and somebody like a youth leader told me I was going to go to hell because I read Harry Potter. And I'm like, I'm 11 <laughs> years old. Like what? <laughs> and, and, you know, like my brother-in-law quit quit attending uh, mass because um, one of the, the bishops told him that, you know, he shouldn't play Dungeons and Dragons. This was, you know, like in the 90s, kind of post satanic panic. And it was still yeah. hanging around. Yeah. So I know that one still hangs like around. To, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I understand what it's like to be told, well, you're not really a Christian if you like fantasy or, or you know, whatever else. Yeah. And I love that LTN's mission is to tell people that's not true. God doesn't care if you sit and play Xbox in the evenings. God doesn't care if you, you know, sit and play board games. Like God only cares that you love him and obey him and take care of each other. And that is what made me cling to LTN so early on because I'm like, this is awesome. I, I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's part of the, one of the things that I love about the mission and, and how they actually put it into practice is like the game night stuff. Uh, both mm -hmm. online but also in person, how they encourage all these these in person game nights and groups, and and uh, how they they have curriculum to try and teach churches and and other groups to to start up game nights, and it's it's important. It's one of the reasons that you know Mo and I do Sunday school answers and Judge Not, you know, our games is it builds a a dying portion of uh, the church, which is the small group. You know, the small groups right. are, are really. Or really took a, a hit long before COVID came. Like people just weren't attending small groups. People weren't getting involved in building friendships in the church anymore. The church became a stop on the week. Like you go for that one hour and then you're done. Like you don't make right. these people a part of your life. That's what's happening more and more. And so these kind of things build community in a way that lets our guard down and allows us to like okay see the the comparison that we we make is among us 
Among Us on Tuesday night when we when we play, we started out most of us not knowing each other all that well. You know, a few few of us have been in, had been in the group together and played together in different things, but I would say, you know, a good majority of us don't really hadn't really connected all that much beforehand. Then we start right. playing Among Us, and even though we might not know everything about everybody who's playing, like we'll we'll use our friend Thray for an example. Know absolutely nothing about Thray. She's very anonymous. She keeps everything personal, and that's absolutely fine. I would trust Thray with any secret and with my life right now, just oh, because, yeah. just because building this community in the gaming that we do just one or two nights a week has let my guard down in a way that I know this is safe. You know, that I know these people are safe. That, Absolutely know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, like... You know, uh, in October, um, you know, cause since LTNCon is going to have some in-person meetups and, well, you know, part of the staff, so I'm going up to Indiana, um, Rogar and Oriole are going and, and, and Rogar's wife. And we're actually going to be renting uh, Frost's Airbnb. And I am oh, nice. 100% comfortable with this. I'm like, let's do it. This sounds awesome. And I, <laughs> I told, you know, I told my husband, I'm like, normally uh, even – people that I know, like in person, I'd be kind of like, uh, I don't know, you know, that that's, you know, my anxiety might get to me and I don't feel anxious at all. I'm excited. I yeah. can't wait. I got my plane tickets. Let's go. <laughs> I'm bummed. I'm not going to be able to do that this year, but hopefully next year, hopefully next yeah, year. With the baby, I get it. Yeah. I, I actually, <laughs> I missed LTNCon 2019, which was in person because the I was first nine one, months yeah. pregnant and could not go to Dallas. So yeah, <laughs> I hope they get back to Dallas. Dallas would be an easier trip for me. I could Same. drive there. <laughs> I, I couldn't drive there, but it's a much uh, cheaper flight. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, last question, and this is more o overarching. I know you've kind of discussed this in, in bits and pieces throughout, but uh, what does love thy nerd mean to you? Love However you want to answer that. <laughs> it means the world to me. Like it is a huge part of my life. It is a huge part of like my faith. Um, just yesterday, um, my mom said, you, you know, you do a lot for, for LTN. I said, yeah, I love doing it. You know, I, I volunteer for these things. I ask to do these things. I love it. And she said, I can tell it makes you happy. She's like, you are just, you just light up as soon as, you know, <laughs> you get a, a voice call with somebody or, or you're, you know, typing something up or, or whatever. She's like, I can tell how much it means to you. And I was like, good. Cause it, it really does. Like the only thing that means more to me than LTN is, you know, my husband and son and God himself. Like I really <laughs> love LTN that much. Yeah. Uh, Mo was t telling a story. She's had some friends over that they haven't seen in uh, about nine years. And she told the story yesterday on the show that uh, they came out and they were watching highlights from the morning show. Mo was watching highlights from the morning show and it got into talking about how they play among us on, uh, you know, with us on Tuesday nights and they're all, wait, what? Hold on. You're playing video games. You're doing a podcast. You're what the heck is love thy nerd? And it just opened up this whole thing of, you, you know, you've, you're a completely different person since you've gotten involved. And Mo said it was the best feeling in the world to get to sit there and explain what Love Thy Nerd was and see their eyes light up and how cool of an idea it was and how, you know, how great of a ministry idea it was. Like to be able to talk to somebody about that and share it is, uh, 
oh, it it just it's one of these things that everyone knows immediately. Oh, this should have existed a long time ago, you know. <laughs> and it's it is it's so much fun to tell people about because they do get curious and excited and it's it's awesome even if it's somebody that doesn't play games or doesn't you know care about comics or marvel or whatever right they still think it's a cool idea because it's very positive it's very um jesus centric and it's it's just a good thing no matter who you are without beating you over the head about it to where you're not comfortable anymore exactly which (laughs) Which, is the point which upsets some people (laughs) which i'm sure you've had to deal with in the community as well oh yes (laughs) Why can't why can't every conversation be about Jesus? Well, I mean, look, every conversation is kind of about Jesus. We just don't have to like beat someone to death with it. We can exactly. we can talk about it, you know, through a growing conversation over time. <laughs> if you just throw Jesus in someone's face, it's like throwing dirt in their face. They're going to recoil initially <laughs> and they might not want to come back and talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty that's, much. That's why. That's why we we plow the ground here to plant the seeds <laughs> and let those conversations come as people get comfortable and let let their guard down and feel more like this is family that we can talk to. Which and that happens a lot more often than some people realize. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was talking about how with uh, with back row, you know, back row was more joke focused. It was Christian jokes, humor for like seven seven eight years. And I have had more serious conversations about faith and about growth and and people confessing their struggles and sins to me, all based off jokes, all based off the community that we built just around laughing at some of the goofier things about our our culture as Christians uh, than anyone would ever suspect, all because it just built that community and it built that trust naturally through laughter. And this is the exact same way, connecting through fandoms and, you know, things that we find cool and gaming and all that. It, 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 it's a natural progression <laughs> Oh yeah. From, from sharing things that you love with each other. And you're like, all right, if you like this and I like this, then we're cool. Let's grow this relationship. here. <laughs> oh yeah. And I've made some really awesome friends in the community. You know, there's people that I talk to every day. There's people that I checked my mail this week and I had gotten like five packages that weren't even related to nerdy wishes. It was just people that were like, Hey, I wanted to send you this. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> That's real cool. That's going to do it for today's portion of our interview with tyranny. Albright. But come back tomorrow for our third and final part where we discuss Twitch streaming, other realms of nerdiness and adventure advice that we would give to nerds who feel ostracized by the church or other portions of society. We're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back to close out the show. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we wanted to share some things that we love. 
You can go first. I'll I go first. will go first. Okay. I have got uh, a, a special place in my heart for a company called Sticker Mule. Uh, they, they look, everybody likes stickers. You, you know, adults these days have more stickers than kids do. Like you got to put them on your laptop. You got to put them on your water bottle. Got to put them everywhere. I have so many stickers. Not everywhere. But what, <laughs> well, I mean, not everywhere, <laughs> but <laughs> what's even cooler is making your own stickers. If you have a cool design or a cool, funny thing that you'd like that nobody else has made and you want to make it, you can make it. If you have a Twitch channel or a radio station that you want to, you know, make your own things, you can make it. But it's going to cost you a butt ton of money at most places because you have to order these things in super bulk. Just you got to pay $200 for 100 stickers. And you're never going to do that because you only want 10 of them, right? Well, Guess what? Sticker Mule is here for you. You can get a pack. They're not a sponsor, by the way, but I just love them. You can get a pack of 10. 10 test stickers for $9. Nine bucks. My word. And they're beautiful. They're fantastic stickers. Mm -hmm. I just had three new. Can I, do you have yours? Yeah. Here, I, for, I, you know, for those on the radio, you're not going to be able to see. But I just had three new ones made up. Uh, two for Radio Matt Tries His Best and one for the morning show. So here's the, oh, there we go. The Radio Matt Tries His Best one. That's the logo for it. Here's my little Among Us guy. I love it. And here's the one for the morning show with our, our Rise and Shine nerds on it. These are three new stickers. Uh, they were running a deal, which they run a lot. Um, I'm sure it's going to change lately because prices are going up in the industry everywhere. Um, but they, they, they've run this deal where you can get the order of 50, which normally costs like 50 to 60 bucks for $20, $19. They run this deal about once a month and that's dope. And no other company's doing that. And so you get in all of the deals and they run a deal every week, a different deal every week for one of their products. Uh, it's fantastic. So I'm sure it's going to be a little higher now. Everything's gone up in prices, actually. Uh, I noticed our card games on the Game Crafter are also up a couple bucks. Really? Because the paper, I guess, I don't know if it's paper industry. I guess it's the paper industry. Wood, everything that has uh -huh. to do with wood yeah. has gone up. Yep. Uh, and so anyone who goes to buy our games, don't think that we marked them up for profit because we did not. <laughs> We're still making no money off of them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just Sticker Mule is is great company. The, the stickers are always high quality. I've loved them for the last four years that I've been using them. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing I love this week. Okay. Your turn. Uh, so here's the thing. We went on a two-week break and then came back and immediately followed up with another break. So during that time, I have been watching movies. That's what we do in my family. And you retain them? Are you proud of me? I'm very proud of you. I know. So you're like you. I, I figured you forget you even watch movies. So <laughs> my next three something that I love will probably be uh, three movies. Okay. Two of them, though, are brand new movies that have just recently came out, so I'm going to save them for later. Okay. The Something That I Love This Week is a movie from 2017 based off of a book, um, The Case for Christ. 
Oh, okay. Have you seen it? I haven't actually seen the movie. I've read oh, the book. my word. I've read the book a couple times. Okay. Because uh, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my dad bought me that book, which was strange, because at that time he wasn't really a big fan of religion. But yeah. Uh, so the movie is, the movie's like a dramatized version of like how it came out, right? Like it's not a documentary or is it? It's not a documentary. No. It's like following the guy's story. uh Lee Strobel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, essentially it starts with him and his wife very early in their marriage. They're both atheists and there's an incident that happens and, um, his wife, starts her heart starts softening towards God. And so she goes to church and gets saved. Their daughter has a lot of questions concerning God and Lee Strobel's character is a journalist. And so it's his whole plan to research and be able to prove his wife wrong that God does not exist. God is not real. And in this process, um, well, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. It's a really, really good, good, true story. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So to the point to where, I mean, within like the first 10 minutes of the movie is when the big event within their, their family happens. And my whole family, cause we all watched all five of us watched it together and they're all yelling at me. I had found this movie. It was like an <laughs> Amazon, one of those, you liked this. So yeah. you'll probably like this. So I was like, okay, well let's all watch it together. Within the first 10 minutes, they're like, really? You're making us watch this? No, mom, no, this is not okay. Chris is like, I'm walking out of the room. I'm walking out of the room. I'm not going to watch it. I can't do it. But what they thought was going to happen didn't end up happening. And anyway, it just, Uh, it was a really good, (laughs) a really good movie and a really good inspiring story. So it's going to be emotionally painful for the first 15 minutes is what you're saying. Um, It's going to be slightly scary scary okay but like scary on like anyway forget it on a personal emotional level yeah not a like a monster yeah yeah (laughs) yeah right all right speaking of movies i've been watching the harry potter movies really for the first time oh that's right and uh i'm like halfway through the last movie so what do you think Hmm. all right Okay. See, and this it's is how, just not my genre. It's not my genre, but I want to know what the stories are. This is how fandom works. Yeah. Either you absolutely love it or you're like, eh. I'm trying though. I mean, I'm trying to understand. I'm watching them so I can try and understand what people like about it. And I understand what some people would find appealing about it. I just don't quite understand the hardcore fans of it. I'm like, what? I mean, what really? Why are you going to get a, a Elder Wand tattoo? Okay, but here's the thing. The <laughs> hardcore really. fans come from the books. Sure. Not yeah. so much the movies. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still, the the movies, though, well done. They're yeah. well done movies. Yeah. Uh, I the, the stories are compelling enough to keep my interest. Yeah. Like, I'm not falling asleep for them. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, I just, I'm not a fantasy. I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm not, I'm not in that realm. I'm the sci-fi side, not the fantasy side. That's why I don't like Lord of the Rings either. Sorry. Oh. Hate me. Whatever. Who cares? Don't that... like Narnia much either. Uh, you know, I feel like I have to like Narnia and Lord of the Rings because I'm a Christian, but I don't. <laughs> My precious. I prefer The Hobbit to Lord of the Rings. I haven't watched The Hobbit movies. 
but that's because Gollum is my favorite character. Gollum's in the Hobbit movies? Yes. Mm. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yes. Gollum's your favorite character? Yeah, uh-huh. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit dark and twisted. <laughs> All right, let's end with our verse for the day. Verse for the day is Galatians 5, 14. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love, that is love, love, love. Eight words. All you need is love. <laughs> that is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We hope you will too. Mo, final thought. Harry Potter and his wand. Did you? I don't know. I can't do the final thought. What's going on? You've been doing the final thoughts. I know. Since the podcast. I know. Which was 2015. Forever ago. And suddenly this week, I just you're can't. struggling. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd. <laughs> it's like you froze. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I don't know. <laughs> and his wand. <laughs> okay, stop.